Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I am bringing you today's word for June 10th, 2019. It's a Monday morning, so I like to set the tone for the whole week, and thank you for tuning in to start your week with the Word of God. So I'm teaching a series entitled The Power of Fellowship. This is part 28 of the series, and the title of today's message is You Are Destined for Your Purpose. I don't know if you know this, but you are destined by God for a specific purpose. So for the last few messages, I taught on divine impulses and how the Holy Spirit, and I'm not talking about like an audible voice, but I'm talking about these like these divine impulses that the Holy Spirit will give you. It's like he will give you spiritual nudges to say, hey, do this or do that. And these nudges are designed to help usher us down the road to the destiny that God already mapped out for us before the world began. So the underlying point of what I'm teaching is that the Holy Spirit is trying to get you, the Father is trying to get you, the Son is trying to get you to become the man, the woman that he already destined for you to be. And while I'm saying that, yes, you are already destined and your life is already mapped out and that God already had a plan and he already did all of this, you know, the truth is that some believers just don't believe that. Some believers don't really have the the full understanding of what I'm saying, even though I've been teaching this for many, many years. So what I was led to do today is I'm going to give you several scriptures and I'm going to take, I'm going to just walk you through these scriptures. I want you to search them for yourself, write them down, go look at them later. If you get the email from me every day, then fine. They're already in your email inbox, but check them out for yourself. I I don't want you to, in Acts 17, 11, as the uh, uh, apostle Paul was going around preaching the gospel in Acts 17, 11, he says, listen, the Bereans were no more noble than those in Thessalonica. Why? Because they received what we were saying, but then they went back and searched the scriptures daily to double check what we were saying. You have to check what I'm saying. I, I want you to read. I want you to open up your Bible, see this for yourself so that you can get this down in your heart. This is not something I came up with. This is what the Bible says. So you are destined for your purpose. What does this mean to you today? I have seven things to share with you on this Monday morning, so I need to hurry up and get into them. Seven things to share with you. Here we go. Number one, God sanctified you. Look at me for a minute. I don't know if you know this, but God sanctified you and set you apart before you were formed in your mother's womb. So Jeremiah 1 and 5, this is where I get this from. Jeremiah 1 and 5 says, this is the Lord speaking to to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I already knew you had a relationship with you. Before you were born, I already kind of set you apart. That's the word, that's the word sanctified. I set you apart and I appointed you and ordained you to be a prophet unto the nations. So God knew you because Jeremiah is not specific here. What God did for Jeremiah, he did for us. So God knew you before you were born. He set you apart for your purpose and he had an ordination service in heaven to ordain you for a specific assignment before you ever took one breath. So you can never be a success in God's eyes outside of that purpose, outside of that divine assignment. So you can pursue success doing whatever you want, but you will never be a success until you become what God planned. Number two, your life was already mapped out by God before you were born. In Psalms 139 and 16, the Bible says, this is David writing to the father, He says, your eyes saw my unformed body in my mother's womb. All the days of my life were ordained for me. They were written in your book before one of them ever came to be. So he's saying, listen, 
all the days of my life were already written in your book before I ever lived one day. So God wrote a biography of you, about you. He wrote a biography of your life before you were born. It's not an autobiography because you didn't write it. It's a biography. God wrote it. God, the God who sits on the circle of the earth, wrote a biography with your name on it. He wrote about you before you ever lived one day. So your life now is actually a journey of attempting to become what God wrote. You are attempting to become what God planned. Number three, God chose you and he already blessed you before the world began, before the world was made. Everything that you would ever need to become the man, the woman that God called you to be is already stored up for you. And so this is what the Bible says in Ephesians chapter one, verses three through five. So the Bible says in Christ, God has already given us every spiritual blessing in heaven. In Christ, he chose us before the world was made. And before the world was made, God decided to make us his own children through Christ Jesus. This is what God wanted, and it pleased him to do it. You see how all the emphasis is on God, not on us? This is what he wanted. It pleased him to do it. He already gave us every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. It's already done. Your, your life now is a journey of discovery uh, to, to, to discover what God already planned. Number four, God established your purpose before the world began. And along with your purpose, he gave you the grace to complete it. Second Timothy 1 and 9 says, for God saved us and not you. If you're saved, that's great, but you're not just saved. You are saved and called. The Bible says God saved us and called us to a holy calling, not according to to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was granted us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Did you see that? You did not earn your calling. It has nothing to do with your performance. You were saved and called by grace. And this was all for God's purpose. So God gave you the purpose and the grace for the purpose in Christ Jesus before the world began, right? I'm this is not me. I didn't make this up. You read it in the Bible for yourself. Number five, you were saved by grace, not by works. And you were saved by God's grace so that you could then spend the rest of your life doing the things that God already planned for you to do. This is what Ephesians chapter two. Now, Ephesians two, eight and nine talks about salvation, but then Ephesians two and 10 talks about your divine assignment. So I'm gonna read all three verses, eight, nine, and 10. Ephesians chapter two, verses eight, nine, and 10. This is what the Bible says. The Apostle Paul was explaining that you're not saved by what you did or, you know, by works at all. It has nothing to do with your performance. He says, I mean that you have been saved by God's grace because you believe. When you believed in Jesus Christ, you were saved by God's grace. Paul says, you did not save yourselves. It was a gift from God. It's a gift. If you're trying to receive salvation because of something you do, you're seeking for payment. A gift is not payment. All you could do with a gift is receive it. It has nothing to do with your works. He's saying, listen, you're not saved by yourselves. It was a gift from God. You're not saved by the things you have done. So there's nothing to boast about. Because he said, like, if it were based on works, then people will boast. Oh, I'm better than you. You're not better than me. And you look down on other people. And unfortunately, that's what religious people do. Because they have religion without a relationship. If you really knew God, you wouldn't look down on anybody because you would realize how messed up you are, right? So Paul goes on to say, 
God has made us what we are. In Christ Jesus, God made us new people. Why, Paul? He says, oh, he made us new people so that we could spend the rest of our lives doing the good works that he already planned for us to do. So now that you're saved by grace, not by works, what are you supposed to do? I'm supposed to spend the rest of my life doing the good works that God already planned for me to do. This is why this series is so important. This is why fellowshipping with God is so important. So you can spend time with God so that you can find out what are the good things that you're supposed to be doing. What are the good things that God already planned for you to do? Your, your life is a journey of discovery. You are discovering what God already planned so that you could become the man or the woman that God has called, destined, designed, and desires for you to be. Two more things. The last two things are real quick. Number six, you are not saved by works, but you were saved for work. That was Ephesians 2 and 10. So, so you're not saved to sit. You're saved to serve. God doesn't bless lazy people. <laughs> so you're not saved by works, but you're saved for work. So now it's time to get to work. It's time to get to work by the grace of God to do what it is that God ordained for you to do from the foundations of the world. There's something you're supposed to be doing. So you need to ask God, spend time with him to find out what that is. And once you find out what that is, then get to work. Start doing it. The reason why I don't need anybody to, to, to wake me up to do today's word is because God told me to do today's word. December 1997, 20. One plus years later, I'm still doing it. You know why? Because God told me to do it and I have the grace to do it. And so that's, this is part of my assignment. And whatever your assignment is, just like I get up and I do what God told me to do, you need to get up and do what God told you to do, whatever that is. Number seven, and finally, God already planned your life. You will never truly be happy or satisfied until you become the man or the woman that God planned for you to be from the foundations of the world. That's actually Ecclesiastes 3 and 11. I didn't have time to deal with that today, but God takes eternity. He plants it in your heart and in your mind. It becomes this eternally implanted sense of purpose working through the ages, the Bible says, with which nothing under the sun, but God alone can satisfy. God puts his purpose in your heart and, and you get an image of what it is that you're called to be and you will never be satisfied until you become what you saw. God will give you a glimpse of what it is that you're called to be and you will never be satisfied until you become what you saw. I'm telling you, your life then becomes a journey of, of pursuing God's will, of pursuing God's plan, of pursuing God's destiny for your life. And, and, and this is why you got to spend time with him in fellowship so that you can see, so that you can hear, so that you can understand what it is that God has called you to do for such a time as this. You are not a mistake. You are on this planet for a reason. That reason is God's specific divine assignment. You, you got to find it, follow it, and finish it before you die. Let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice on this Monday morning and declare this over your life. Say this, say, Father, you planned for my arrival. All the days of my life were mapped out before you, before I ever took one breath. I am not a mistake. I am called and destined for a specific purpose. So I declare by faith that I find, follow, and finish my purpose before I die. I will arrive at your overall expected end for my life. I will accomplish all I was born to accomplish while I am in the land of the living. I will become the man or woman you destined me to be. I will leave a mark in this world that will not easily be erased. And I will do this by your amazing grace. 
I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages, why not? Go to todaysword.org, sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. All my notes are on the website and then all my notes will come to you in your email inbox every day for free. So sign up and get the messages. They're going to be a blessing to you. Head into this day knowing that God already mapped out your life. So now spend time with him so you can find out what he already planned so that you can get done what you have been ordained to do for such a time as this. I love you and God loves you. Do me a favor though, before you leave the screen, share this message on your social media, on your timeline and with your friends and leave me a comment. I read all the comments. Have an amazing day and an amazing week. You are destined. God bless you.